everybody, this is Ben Viner, Game Master for Strangers Rolling Dice. And I'm just coming to you really quick here from the break room at my work, saying that uh, this bonus episode here uh, contains all the stuff that the gang did when they were in Rinkoping between scenes. Uh, call them deleted scenes if you want, but they are the stuff that happens in a longer form D&D game where we're not trying to make every minute entertaining. Um, turns out, I found some of it pretty entertaining, and I hope you do too. So if you'd like to know how the uh, sausage gets made and keep intimate track of what items people buy, how they got them, what the town's ambiance is, is more like for someone just walking the street without any pressure at that moment, it's a great episode to check that out in. Um, that said, it's not going to be edited up to the same standard of quality as the rest of the episodes. Uh, however high or low you may think that is. Um, I'm just going to lump in here the stuff that we cut out and some of the stuff that we discussed. So I hope you enjoy uh, episode 19, bonus to the aftermath. So resources are available. Like Bart, you said you need resources. And I think let's, as a table, uh, spell out what that means and what they would be able to do. And that's going to maybe take some roles and some one-on-one -on -one of specific things if you want specific things. Um, there are provisions in this town, and I want to yield to the party to take some downtime if you want. Bart, if you want to charge off tonight and go to the manor, we can do that. But, like, do you want to go shopping first? Do you want to... You guys have leveled up in the last 48 hours. Do you guys want to use any of your abilities? Do you want... Like, what is happening now at the end of this meeting and all the nobles go filtering off? Uh... Bart's objective will be to kind of like stay, maybe talk over some like plans of the house and stuff like that with Ander. Okay, um, Anders. And the Anders, yes. And then, uh, let's see. He's doing that. I'll just say, uh, don't go without me, all right? And I'll head up to the Temple of Calypso, I guess. It seems like. Yeah, okay, sure. And then, head and then to the Temple of Calypso. Yeah, and then for Bart, the rest of the day is going to be setting his affairs in order, like organizing stuff in the Oland house, buying some goods to go tackle something that's going to be tough, and planning on setting out again tonight. Because at this point, you're, you're planning, any... you're like going to the hardware store to buy yeah. stuff for a haunted house stay, is what you're yeah, describing. Exactly. Like okay. lanterns, like, you know, rolls, steaks, yeah. Yeah, exactly. like some, some breadcrumbs and idea. shit. Like, yeah. Maybe you're remembering, how about like, let's flash for a second to a memory of Bart's, your parents. And they were like hired by a little village somewhere. And they said, we'll rid this town of this ghost. When you have to, and the, the legend is you spend a night in the haunted house and you True. don't die. You can 
get rid of the ghost. You confront the thing. Yeah, yeah. You confront the thing and you beat it. And so they get ready, like supernatural style, with the trunk full of monster killing things, <laughs> learning all they can about monster lore and trying to hunt down this ghost or this white or whatever it was, you know, that was yeah. some creature of unlife in a haunted house. And yep. then they did it. And you remember that as you're like walking off to the store. Mm -hmm. So that's my plan for the rest of the day. I think all of that can pretty much be done in a very non-role playing, just like click. Sure. Clack, that's that's what I'm saying. Shit. I invite you guys to table talk it up and be like, hey, we're free in a town now. We're level four and we can do stuff. There's items from the player's handbook available. <laughs> so how so how yeah. much stuff is available? Common? Uh, more items. than that, it's, if, if you're looking for magic items, I would encourage you to visit one of the shops in character and see what you can see. If you're looking for a mundane item from the player's handbooks, adventuring gear to be specific, any of those things are available in large quantities. Buy whatever you need. Okay, I'm going to write some of that stuff down, but then I will want to go to a magic item shop. But so we could maybe all... everybody take a second and like... Think about your party gold as well. Talk about the loot sheet. Like I, I know we're on air right now, but like, think, dude, this is the stuff, and we'll we'll skip through the boring parts, you know. So I was just gonna say, like, I guess maybe like all of us just go to the magic item shops at one time, so we can just like buy whatever it is that we want to buy from there with our pool of gold. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, our pool of gold is not even that much. Like, most of the gold is on our individual character sheets because we didn't start doing the group loot until, like, you know, five, right. five episodes. And it was, like, right. mostly Bullywug copper. And so yeah, right, exactly. right, yeah. The Bullywugs did not have much loot. That is so how much How much gold? I have 277 gold on Bart. How much gold does everybody else have? 296 on cars. Oh, did that make me the poor boy? I have 94. Oh, I, I got one set. guys did... You guys did spend like... money in Schloss Glesher. Yeah, some people, some people you, did. Buy you got things, the quest. Yeah. You got the quest reward. That was the whole hook for the adventure. Was a yeah. group of people willing to go down to a bulletin board and say, "I'll go." Yeah. And it happened that Bart was going because he had a daughter there. It happened that you know different. Yeah, yes. I, I have not it was bought voluntary. Anything. It was voluntary for everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that was on the surface the the uh, the get for the adventure. Now. Um, you guys have this stuff, it seems like, scattered and not really, like, consolidated. So I don't know what you would, you and your characters think of as party gold. Or... Do we want to just take all this gold and put it in the group loop? Does anybody care? Like, Are we, are we Oland housing our gold? Yeah, full are you Oland housing your gold? <laughs> the communist? Are we uh, calling it are... Olandism? <laughs> Olandism, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> you work, you eat. I, I would be fine with it. I think it's harder to fund uh, freelance operations if you have a communal pool. Personally. Leave it, leave it to the rogue. What's a freelance leave it to the rogue. Just say, yeah. I think <laughs> yeah, well, this leave it to I the land on the least amount of over. gold. You mean? <laughs> I'm fine keeping my gold too. That's fine. Um, it just it helps like avoid you know questions later about like. Hey, I needed gold for something that I didn't tell the group about. Like, did you all sure, see sure, the tickets? Sure. You know, totally. I think that makes sense. Yeah, finders keepers. 
Okay. But shouldn't we so, be able to fund anything together for anyone else as long as we're open about it and communicate, guys? I, th- I think that no. I, think, I think that's what Crow is saying. They're not willing to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's for, it's for your own safety, you know. Yeah, yeah, no. Possible denial. Oh, there there is. That. Yeah. Oh, so I see what's going on. Crow is like a rich kid, right? So that's what's happening. Is Crow has like secretly twelve thousand gold and doesn't want to put it in the pot. <laughs> No, she she would only gain from uh, equalizing the wealth. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to do it. Sure, that's what they all say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say we roll ahead with uh, finders <laughs> keepers for the time being, and if and when our character our party has a change of heart, um, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. There you go. So we mm-hmm. split the pools. There's like, I mean, there's like, there's 20 gold in the pool. Right that's now. why there's I'm like, like laughing over there. here about it, is because you guys are like at this position where it's like. If you can buy something useful, you could do it right now, but you might have already spent all your money, and you guys didn't find that much more since you killed the pirates. Yeah. I do have a um, whole gold bar, but nobody knows about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. I how to spend yeah. that. Oh, well, actually, uh, uh, we should put everything in the pot. Yep. All in the pot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that, like... Don't know what you're talking about. If, if, you, if you guys want to go off to shops in character, yep. do it. If you want to say, hey, Ben, this is how much gold I have, and this is how much gold this item costs. Can I have it? And it's in the player's handbook adventuring gear. I'm going to say yes, and we're not going to roleplay it. That makes sense? Woo. If you want to okay. go find a magic item, that's an in-game role-playing thing. I don't just hand those out. Okay, yeah. Those so I, I, the shops. I'm, I'm going to wait for trees to heal, and then I want to take, I want to go with trees to the two shops that I think sell magic items, if trees is down. Okay. Which one? Yeah. Are you going to first? Do one at a time with trees if you want to go. Does everybody want to go shopping? Yes. We should go. I mean, let's see. We just all happen to meet up. I want to guide you through it. I want you guys to understand that downtime here is like, it could take a day. It could take two days. You could do whatever you want here. It's it's a town. So we woke up at like four. Yeah. There's there's a couple of hours. I think the shops right now are like, people recovering from a siege so if you go by and you say hey we're the heroes of the siege can you sell this to us they're gonna be like yes yeah there you go. So, i think like, i i think that like all of us kind of like ran, th- those of us who want to go shopping kind of like running into each other maybe on the way and then like deep i need you to bit. as a group pick one to go to first and who's going to it right you know doesn't that make sense yes i vote quartermaster quartermasters of lulz do it ayas Nope, I almost changed that name. Like it's a it's something from Lose. Forgotten Realms or something. And I almost or Greyhawk or something like that. I almost changed change it. it and Lose. I didn't, but now I wish I had. Uh the quartermasters uh, of Lulz. We'll just say that in this world they don't know why, why, why Lulz is uh is significant. They don't they don't know laughing out loud. That would be weird. Ooh. It's the quartermasters of Lulz. Um, Where are they located on the map? The quartermasters of Lulz, uh, they're located. I'll tell you. Oh, um, Square. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by no. Ruffle Way. There's so many, <laughs> so many fucking places. I in hate the sky. this plane. <laughs> the worst um, D game. That'll be tough. Okay, so sorry. It's the faithful quartermasters of Lulz. Um, and of and so they are down Clown. here. On the the western oh. side of town, 
but not up on the bluffs that are, are all covered in manors, right? They're they're down by the docks. You guys, if you had taken a left at the bridge instead of taking a right to the barracks on the wall, if you'd taken a left there, you would have gone farther down the mouth of the river, if you see, you know, mm. and reach this, uh, it's not a dock. Um, in, in Bodega Bay, California, uh, there's like this restaurant, like Lucas Wharf, where um, it's, it's a building out on stilts on the water and a tiny, tiny little dock that extends from it, like just enough for a boat to come up to it. Uh, that's what this is. And it is big. It's a very big building. Um, and it looks like pretty much not touched by the siege. Ooh, other random table talk thing. Do we care about talking to the prisoner at all? Are we invested in that? Uh, absolutely. Are we trying to participate in that? Should we have talked to Eli about that? We can bring that up. I think that at the this moment, we can uh, assume that they took it off to the dungeon. I would imagine so. And that kept it sense. alive, right? You know, they... You guys brought back a prisoner, and we hand-waved that moment, and I think that it was like, you know, the town's taking over, you guys go pass out. You didn't see to what happened with the, the thing after you manacled it. I'm going to say that they, they put it in the dungeon. Makes sense. We'll come back for the fire, Newt. Yeah. yeah. So, but right now, you're, it's, a good, it's a good thing to mention. Like I said, lots of loose ends. Um, faithful quartermasters of lulls, um... Get up! Just get up in there. You want to get up in there? Yeah, we're getting okay. in there. Let's do it. Ding, 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 ding. To get spooky up in Solar Scoops. <laughs> you guys, uh, you guys, uh, down to hang out for at least a few more minutes, though. Oh yeah, um, I'm I'm Okay. It is 6:05 p.m. here in Honolulu, Hawaii, and I am ready to party. <laughs> uh, it is 11:06 here in Vermont, and I am also ready to party because right now it's raining, so there's no snow to shovel. Yay! <laughs> so Thank I'll be back you. in a minute, for sure. Excellent. You know, I'm I'm low key like, I mean, character wise, if there is shit going down in, in like Schloss Gletcher, Cars is gonna bolt. I I can't I can't speak for him. He can speak for himself. But if he know if he gets word that like things are getting hairy over there, he's like, guys, I yeah. I gotta go. Yeah, that, <laughs> that makes sense. sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I will I will try to be back to help, but <laughs> I gotta defend my home. Yeah, do yeah. follow your character. Yeah. We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully everything's just fine, though. You know, hopefully Maggie's just chilling out. You know, yeah, holding down the homestead. You know, the twigs, the twigs, uh, you know, eagerly await the return of their uh, their favorite uh, bard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. Same. 
Yeah, yeah I, mean, I wonder if Slosh Glacier is under attack or like under uh, threat because they're in like a different kingdom, right? And this place just seems jankier, so it seems like you're yeah. more exposed. Like an easier target. Like, what are we going to take? This rinky old stinky like right fishing town? To or are we going to attack like this fortified mountain? Yeah. Yeah. It's like half in the. T if, yeah, fortified mountain, exactly. Like half inside of it. Yeah, so hope, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure everything is just fine. Certainly, <laughs> certainly Ben wouldn't have devised some crazy, you know, worldwide assault or anything. Yeah, that would make things much more complicated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I feel totally at ease impersonating, like being half like you know Southeast Asian. I've never yeah. actually impersonate, like tried to impersonate. Right what that would sound like and you know it was a genuine like okay how do i not sound like blatantly like, yeah just yeah, racist yeah. <laughs> no, i mean the thing is like i think dnd is a great opportunity to discuss things like race and uh impersonation of yeah. it and that kind of stuff and depiction yeah. of it because well, but i, I actually so based in that yeah and ultimately i'm super happy with so I, i'm running this you know this monk tunji who very much mm -hmm. comes from like a southeast asian kind of vibe but Mm -hmm. You know, this, yeah, I think I, I really have, have like what I feel is a dialed in version that to me is like, this sounds totally, absolutely acceptable. Yeah. yeah. You, know? It, it, you, you know, it's one thing to have like, I took multiple different language lessons over my life. I, I was in Spanish, I was in Hebrew, I took a two week course of French, I took, you know, uh, a bunch of different weird languages. Ukrainian when I went to Ukraine as an exchange student and when you take language lessons what they do is they try to get you to speak in pretty much the accent that the teacher speaks so the dialectical accent that the teacher speaks so I was speaking like Israeli Hebrew I was speaking like Parisian French and I was speaking um I always forget like uh rural just like middle of podunk nowhere ukrainian because this person was from a farm in the middle of nowhere in ukraine and they want you to pronounce it like they pronounce it as far as i understand so like as long as you don't have some sort of mal intent with your impersonation or like are saying something that is like based in racial stereotypes i don't think that making an accent impersonation is harmful you know yeah you speaking... absolutely nailed that on the head now that you think about it like for tunji i was trying to i was basically trying to like <laughs> shape how i said my words like so i'm taking yeah. utinaguchi lessons which is you know the language of my people of the yukyu and right i tried to just you know how would i say that and but right. in english or like and the, the mouth yeah. shape the mouth the throat form and stuff like i never thought about totally. it you absolutely just nailed that on the head ben and it's very nuanced like it can easily on accident you can easily say something that you didn't realize was you know informed by like racial stereotypes versus how the language sounds um but that's like i think that uh if you're just like role playing a character it's way easier to not say something really horribly racist than if your goal is like I'm gonna do an impersonation of Indian people, right? Yeah. You know, like that's 
that's very different than being like, I'm making a character who has like Indian heritage and like, oh, yeah, it's <laughs> so different. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, dig I digress. Sorry, you know, it's just, um, yeah, uh, yeah, no, no, I'm not sure if you okay. had your headphones in when you went out for, um, for a minute, but yeah, just, um, yeah. Just, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just kind of end of the year dumping all the stuff I basically have learned from oh, you guys. Sure. I'm just very thankful for the opportunity to play with y'all and like oh, really same. expand my horizons as a role player. Yeah, this has fun. been so much fun, and I'm so glad that you guys are along for this weird ride. Yeah, such a great group. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a great group, and I, I looked for a couple of groups, and I got some people that said yes. I was like, yeah, I don't know, you know. But you guys all coalesced into a four-person party that I thought was the a good diversity and chemistry, I felt like. You know, people from different places with different lifestyles. But, like, when I talked to each of you about the idea of it, I got good reactions from all of you. And I was talking to more people trying to figure out who was going to be this team, you know? And um, some of them, they were not, I don't know, just didn't seem right. And then some of those people wound up even being, like, some people who were playing Cormorant with or other, you know, other variations on it, the, the, the broader Discord family here, you know? Other strangers rolling dice. Exactly, other strangers rolling dice. Heck yes. Um, so, let's get back to business if you guys are down to continue. Like, this is, I was gonna say, to business. <laughs> to shop for loot. Um, loot, 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 loot. I thought you were gonna say four guns. Four guns. <laughs> if you wanna find a gun, I bet you can find a gun. Oh, um, dude. Okay, I'll buy a gun. <laughs> dude, buy it is established guns. that go for it. Try to use it. Do you have Not proficiency? Not proficient. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, anyways. Okay. <laughs> well, let's fucking yeah. do it. Yeah. So, um, what do you guys want to do? We, we said, and then you go shopping. Let's, let's do the shopping. Okay. Oh, man, I want to do that scene so bad of me showing up with this gross-ass tadpole. <laughs> I mean, but you just did that scene. But not with everyone, right? Zach, is <laughs> well, Zach is gone, yeah. but I know. He's the but most that's excited the thing is... about it. <laughs> True. You He's still plans. Okay, you can still talk about the tadpole next time, right? Yeah. You know, that's yeah. that's not going I'm away. Sure about it. Yeah, but right maybe. now, you're actually, I would say, trees with the tadpole maybe tucked in a bag, right? Mm -hmm. In the bucket. And in a bucket. The Brian In a bucket. bucket, in a bag, in your backpack. And hmm. you are shopping. So where are you guys going? I posted Quarter, up above. Quartermaster of Lulz. Ayers. Quartermaster of the Lulz. Yes. Um, it was fair quartermasters? Uh, faithful Something? quartermaster. Quartermasters. Uh, sorry, let me say it of one more time. Isles. Faithful quartermasters <laughs> of Ayas, or in our world, lols. Um, you know the F Q O L I shit. It's impossible to pronounce this weird. Wait, well, can we come up with a, an easier way to refer to this place? Because I I already don't like it. I gotta say, lols. Um, call it lols. Let's call it lols. Go into lols. Okay. Sounds like lols, the hardware store. <laughs> yes, go into lols. Okay. So uh, let me just give you guys a little bit of background here, because like we're not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make you guys roll perception on this shop, okay? So you gather pretty quickly by hanging out here that this place is a trade delegation led by one Captain Zendros. Uh, they've come to Rinkobing 
to acquire large quantities of fish, salted and preserved for transport. Uh, in the name of their god, um, and they need food really bad, so they are buying lots of food in the form of salt fish. While they're here, they are happy to share what they have, which is access to a mighty trove of magic items. Hmm. Holy shit. That's what okay. this place sells. They need food. They trade in gold and other currencies, but they are here to get food. They already have a supplier of salt fish. There's a and giant pumpkin outside of town. Literally, oh my god. Uh, <laughs> so are you guys going to like go up to the shopkeep and start being like, hey, you want to use the pumpkin? Or like, what's the, we're, we're in it. What's happening? You guys are here, and that's what the, you've learned by walking up to them. That, like, it's, there's people loading like fish into uh, the carts. There's a, an area that looked like it got attacked just outside the shop but uh, was otherwise pretty much the shop looks untouched. There's some people with weapons standing around. Like, they defended this place. Hmm. Awesome. And and so uh, we can see Quartermaster Zendros. He's just kind of, like, running things here. Uh, she, Captain she. Zendros, of the faithful Quartermasters of Lulz, um, is, yeah, she's standing um, uh, sort of on this walkway up above the main entrance. Uh, you can see her obviously the person in charge um and you do notice one thing about her right away she's got large horns that extend from either side of her head and curl like a ram's horns oh oh interesting huh. uh so a tiefling sure yeah tiefling you could guess that Same. safe guess Hmm. Super cool headpiece. Maybe she just really likes wearing horns. Yeah, it's fine. But she's up there. I mean, like, basically, if you guys say, I go up to her and talk to her, let's do that. But, uh, yeah. yeah. We sidle up. We sidle up. Okay. And, uh, Captain Zendros, um, she waves a hand at the person that she's talking to and comes down to kind of greet you guys down halfway down the staircase before you make it up there to talk to her. He says, ah, yes, the heroes. What can I do for you? Cars looks around at the signs of battle, and he's trying to keep things. He's trying not to get in the way of things, as obviously we all know everyone's trying to clean up their mess. So directly addressing uh, Captain Zendros. Hell, I'm Kozilek. We, uh, these are my friends, Trees, Crow, and Bart Bartholomeus. We seek armaments. We're heading out tonight. We don't want to keep you too busy, but perhaps if you have a stock, a list we can view over, we could definitely use to restock before we head out. Um, okay. She says, well, I mean, in in any weather, you're welcome to shop here, but especially considering, and she gestures around at the outside, uh, like through the open shop doors, uh, at the across the way, you can see there's like some burned buildings and like market stalls that are still being dealt with. Uh, you're welcome to shop here. I'll give you a discount. He's very kind. My shop is uh, within view of the bridge. Um, I'll, I'll ping it again on the map here for you guys. Um, it's like there's this big building and part of it 
is her shop, and part of it is a bar. There's like, it seems like a little a little bar tucked in like a nook at the other side of this big building. Like I said, Bodega Bay's Fisherman's Wharf. It's like this right. big pier that has like a pretty large building on it. Right. And multiple like apartments within it. One of the apartments here is her item exchange. Awesome. Okay. Um, and let me tell you what the actually the bar is called the empty net. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So like this is great because I love like let's have some downtime. You guys hanging out maybe if you want at the empty net for a little while. You guys going shopping before the ceremony. You, like the the afternoon time between when uh, when you guys ended your investigation uh, of of things around town and you're you're talking with. Eliander and everybody that that nebulous amount of time between now and then so what's, so, what's up what's, what we're gonna do here really quick we have five pairs of mariner's armor right okay who yep. actually wants right. studded leather does not anybody actually yeah so I don't cars does not maybe uh crow does but i mean are you are you thinking of selling them because they do have a mechanical they do but i mean like i don't know if we need all this five there's definitely plus one no matter what so right i'm already wearing one set yeah so then there's four that are unworn yeah cards would it was planning that is vis-a-vis me was planning to try to use it to barter uh, as he sought his new armaments. And particularly, he's, try- he's going to try to find a lance. His mission is he wants to find a lance. lance. A I mean, you, you can, that's what I can say. That's a mundane thing, and you can find it. All right. And he was um, actually going to see if he could, he, I mean, he's shitty at bartering. I'm going to say that right now. But sure. he definitely, for flavor, he doesn't, he is adverse to having to be in the water at all. So he doesn't want this Mariner's armor, but just on sheer principle of like, I don't see myself ever getting into the water in that situation again. And figuring I might as well just try to divest myself of this extra weight and find something that he considers truly useful. Okay. Yep. Um, I mean, I will probably sell mine as, or sell the extra one as well. Um, and then so, can anybody use a scroll of Bane or a scroll of Alarm? Bane is on the Bard spell list. I have Bane prepared generally. Right. Um, but no. but I could l- forget it and then use well, the wait. scroll. We could sell the scroll, though. Or, but wait, isn't it, isn't it a first level spell, Bane? Bane is, yeah, first level. So then you could use the scroll in lieu of using a spell slot to... Um... Yes, mm-hmm. you could. Yeah. You can. It's a question of like how much yeah. it's worth, also. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, I can tell you if you want to sell it. Um, tell me. Let's see how much. How much are these suits of armor worth, and how much is the scrolls of Bane and Alarm worth? Yeah. I don't think we have anything else that's kind of worth. You don't want to like use spell them. Book. Right. Um, so uh, they're each a hundred and twenty gold. God damn. Yeah. So that's the thing is that we're poor enough to wear like that. You're poor like that you want to sell these and you, you want to spend that on something else, apparently. I would imagine. So are we both? 
Are we finally selling both scrolls for 240 gold? <laughs> I'm looking at the Bane scroll and I'm like, man, fucking, I could cast this like anytime. <laughs> right, yeah, you could, you could. <laughs> fucking sell it. Yeah. Let's get that money. Or you could cast it and then cast it again and be able to cast all your normal spells. But go ahead, Drew. Uh, oh, right, because it doesn't require concentration from a scroll. It doesn't require concentration. It doesn't yeah. require any check to cast it. It is just a. It burns to a cinder when you cast it, and it does not take a spell slot. If it's on your spell list uh, and you're able to cast it, that's how I think rules is written. Spell scrolls are treated in Dungeons and Dragons. It, it takes a the same amount of action as uh, using the spell. It's a bonus action. It takes a bonus action, but you need to be holding it. So yeah, you know, yada yada. Money. I don't know, Crow. So, what do you think? <laughs> well, hmm. Brutal. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think... know. I'm done with table talk. It. I'm cool either way. Uh, can you cast alarm? No, no. Not so alarm. We're, defi we're definitely selling alarm. Is, what, what, wait, wait. What spell list is alarm on? Oh, Wizard? that's true. It could be. It could be. Could I be actually am looking at a list right now. I can just look. Alarm is on the Ranger, Wizard, Artificer, and Specialist class spell list. <laughs> That's my homebrew, baby. <laughs> All right, so then so, it is not on there. So we're selling that at least. So it's on Wizard, yeah. Yeah, so nobody. But we could it. still use that. Technically, yes, right? But then it requires a. And then it but requires yeah, a too. Arcana check, I believe. But oh, okay. let me let me look, look that up here. Um, using spell scrolls five e. I've read this a bunch. I'm just gonna recheck it again and again. <laughs> uh, if the spell is on your class of spell list, but of a higher level than you can normally cast, you must make an ability check using your spell casting ability. Um, blah 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 blah. That's the same deal with if it's not on your list. So it's like if if you want to cast a level two spell scroll, but you can only cast level one spells, you can make the check. If you want to cast a spell, but you do not know how to cast the spell at all, make the check. Hmm. So like mm -hmm. if the, it says it says this, if the spell is on your class of spell list, you can read the the scroll and cast a spell without providing providing any material components. Otherwise, the scroll is unintelligible. Casting the spell by reading the scroll requires the normal spell casting time. So I guess technically, if it's not on your list, you can't even cast it. Yeah. Crazy. There you go. So that's I look going... at this and I'm like, this is useless. <laughs> yeah, like, what does this say? <laughs> what is plus, this plus, cook? <laughs> yeah. plus, plus 120 gold. Okay. And how much are those, how much of those Mariner's armors works? We definitely have at least one extra. They're pretty pricey, actually. Um, they're 245 gold pieces a pop. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but they have a magical property about them. You know, they automatically, yeah. if you're unconscious, they bring you to the surface. I had to do math there because it was a magical item that was also a studded leather. And studded leather is 45. And so mm -hmm. the, the magical property is, by my estimate, worth 200 gold pieces. It's a normal studded leather there you go 245 okay so you could sell all of those and probably buy some good shit but it, it's really a question about like do you think this might come in handy later yeah 
I mean, I'm going to sell so? mine. I'm going to sell mine. You're going to sell yours? Yeah. I, I definitely I th- think... Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, I just think that uh, Bart will f- have a way to deal this later on anyways. So Right. Be, well, like, I, can... I guess we should probably confirm with Crow if she wants to sell her. I'm, g- I'm just going to give one to Crow and then just not sell it. So and I already if, marked it down. Later but... on, if they want, yeah. they can... I think that Aren't I think that you, Zach um, might actually or you can actually look at Zach's character sheet to see if Zach has it marked down. Sure. Breeze hates the water, so definitely wants to keep it. Yeah. I mean if you can wear it, I think it's fine to wear it, but for people who can't wear it. Yeah. You know. Cars sure. hates the water and just genuinely does want does not want to get in it. So on that basis yeah. he's he's like, I don't want this. I don't even and want to I don't want to wear... entertain the notion of getting wet. <laughs> Oh, it's studded, so it has metal, so you can't wear it. Bart? I believe, I believe so, because it's a light armor. I think light. that it, I think that it also just might not technically be better than the armor that I'm wearing, which is hide. So, mm. so like at least armor wise, it's oh, a little yeah. bit worse. Hide is the same. Yeah. Interesting. But I'm also not sure if I look at druids again. I might be thinking of the old-fashioned druid where they didn't let you wear anything with metal on it interesting about studded or like light armor versus the medium is that you can add your whole dex mod if it's more than two i didn't realize yeah. that yeah yeah the dex modifier stuff is sneaky yeah it, it, it does say druids will not wear armor or use shields made of metal oh really it does say that yes yeah. so there you yeah, go. I, I mean rp wise i think i think nay well i mean i'll say also like you if you want to find like splint mail but it's wood i'm gonna allow oh, for sure that. Like, that's... like later on yeah i dig it but like i would say yeah, yeah. probably common studded leather is just gonna be it's gonna be a magic item like, it's gonna be, it's gonna yeah. be in the same that's way cool. that the mariner's armor is magic you know yeah, exactly it would be like specific druidic armor that's like this was yeah, made yeah, by exactly. druids for druids well you have not asked the question you got any full plate but made of wood? <laughs> I love the image of Bart in full plate made of wood. But, Jay, you, you have not asked the question like, hey, what's up with druids around here? That's awesome. Uh, so. <laughs> yes. It's up I to mean, you. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll ask the question. I'll ask. I'll I'll ask, ask that question. Hey, what's up with yeah, druids up around druids? here? <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe it'll come up as I'm selling the armor because it's metal and okay. it'll be like, mm, what's a druid gotta do? Yeah, <laughs> what's a druid gotta do to meet a couple more druids around here? Oh, you know, funny. About... You don't look druish. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and Zendros hey. is like, hey, well, listen, um, if you want those kind of items, I'm not gonna lie. I don't have those. But. <laughs> but. But I know someone who might. Mm. Please share this information. I would very much appreciate it. Uh, why are we we're just both talk like this for the rest of the scene? Why not? Yeah, uh, wait, wait. What are we doing here? We're shopping, hey, right? We're shopping, hey. We'll so, uh, you're going to want to talk to my friend, Farron. Okay, They live uh, outside of town. How do you spell that? F-A? F-E-R-R-I-N. All right, Farron. Got that and, druid, uh, good, druid good good. Outside town, Farron, you want to go past the unburned cornfield and past the, uh, if you look here on our map, I will ping to you. They live actually in this hut in a grove of trees outside of town. Okay, I'll, I'll, 
If you see the Ford dealership on your right, you've gone too far. Yeah, if you see if you see the wagon house on your right, keep going a hundred feet and then go into the forest. Yeah, and then if you get to the who house, you've gone too far. If you get to anything past the trees, I would sincerely look out because that's where the bullywogs came from. <laughs> understandable, understandable. All right, so um, let's let's sell three sets of the armor. Keep two. Uh, keep two. Yeah, one one on one on trees, right, tech, and one on crow. If if everything's fine with that, and then we would get what six hundred and is it two forty? How much is it two forty? Two forty five each. So we get 720, 735? Wait. 644, do we? Let's use a calculator here. I'm pretty sure it's 735. Let's just use, so what's the 245 times 3? Yeah. 735. 735. You guys get 735 gold pieces for the common pot of gold. So we're up to 875 total gold in the pot now. Now, that is something that you can spend on some shit that you can exactly. talk about. And yeah, are there any other items you want to sell? Is the spell scrolls included in there? The 120? I, I, I sold the one spell scroll already, right? I mean, if you want, I'll leave that up to you. Bane? If you want to sell Bane or not, trees, since you're Because I don't think that it. sorcerers can cast Bane. I'm pretty sure they cannot. Yeah. So, so just, just think about it. And then yeah. I think that. Sun rods are probably good that you have like these sensors. They're I'd consumable. sell the, the yeah. sun rods are they last like an hour, pretty sure. Exactly, and then there there are the stabs of the burnt hand that crow and trees have. I don't know if you want to keep. Uh, those. Zendros tells you straight up, I don't want those. Okay, yeah, <laughs> but the the sensors. Um, yeah, sensors. They're worth uh, half half their normal price. So, incense. Sensor five E What do the staffs do? They just had some like scorching ray built in or something? Burning hands, pretty Burning sure. Hands. Um yeah, it's it's a it's a staff, a gnarled wooden staff, much like the ones that had the little like blue bobbles at the end, but instead these ones have a severed human hand tied to the end of the stick. Yeah, no thank it, you. It looks burned. It looks, <laughs> like, it, it looks all burned. And That's it cool. has a certain number of charges of burning hands in it. Like they took a mage's hand. Maybe we can go uh, extend, ex expend these on uh, some of the piles of bullywugs outside and then throw <laughs> the staffs in. Yeah, you could, you could help with that. I mean, you could also hold on to them and see what happens. But yep, burning um, hands. It doesn't um, say, it's I, amazing. I on adventuring gear on D&D Beyond, it doesn't say how much a sensor is. Make and... it up, make it up. Five thousand gold. Let's go. Look it up. If you can find a, a source, I'm happy to. Oh wait, no, it's um, not in the PHB. What? I know, but it is a thing. A sensor that comes with a priest's pack. You know. Wait. I mean. Um, oh. What, are they what about cars? Uh, cars did hold on to those blacksmith's tools that he pulled yeah. out from the pier and those are like 28 friggin pounds and he doesn't want to carry that everywhere you, well, you could yeah, <laughs> you want to sell the blacksmith tools i car i well as apt as he may be at the craft he's no blacksmith himself he he is sure. accustomed to taking his stuff into a professional so okay he figures perhaps if zendros had or any yeah. of her merchants have interest sell them off that's true. I, I I have a silver fork on Bart as well that I will sell, and a short bow with some arrows. 
Okay, I found a completely third-party website that has a really, really nice complete list of stuff. I'm actually just gonna bookmark this because this is just like great estimates about like how much stuff would cost. Nice. I really like that kind of stuff. Um, this is like Good huge deal. tables of like sacred gear, altar case, spruce, altar case, granite, altar cloth, linen, altar cloth, velvet, etc. Jesus et Christ! <laughs> so this person's estimate. Yeah, D&D I love it. Sensors. Um, this one is a brass sensor, just like the brass bell that you guys found. It is mm. worth one gold piece. All right, so two gold. Yeah, if you guys want to get rid of the sensors, then go for it. Add two gold to your inventory. Okay. 877. <laughs> I think that's fine. Keeping the net probably seems fine if you ever need to catch fish or yeah. throw a net on somebody yeah uh, the bell net that's weighted yeah. so like it it oh, automatically shit. like um as as weights on the sides it'll automatically like settle and net somebody awesome. and then net something in the middle good for fishing yeah good for All fishing right. maybe even in combat okay i think that uh is all the selling so what do they have to sell here at this place um at this place okay yeah. let's see what they have to sell and this is where i get to do something do the thing to go to a whole other freaking chapter yeah. oh as you do that real quick sorry yes. on um Are on the dnd beyond says this tools sorry they're not 20 they're eight pounds oh, but yeah. i still want to sell them. it says they're 20 gp so how much yeah. do you reckon the 10 10 gold pieces all right 10 gold pieces cars will divest 50 percent of the value when you're vendoring so, stuff sweet sounds good thank um, you very much yeah where did it go? I just had it in front of me again, and it's gone. Cars is falling. <laughs> um. It's got a big picture in the book, too. Where is she? Where? Put a bookmark on her page. Where? Maybe I have it in rule 20 in an easier way. Maybe, maybe. Random this, random that. I don't want random this and random that. I want Captain Zandros. Zandros with a Z or an X? X. X. Uh, I should have guessed that. <laughs> yeah, Zandros, like, like Zenos. Yep. Should have guessed that. Uh, I was thinking about it, and I was like, no, it's with a Z. Her skin is a little, like, rosier than others. It's a little de devilish. She looks a little bit alien in that way. I'm not going to look in the book anymore. I'm just going to look in roll 20 and hope that I find that. Um, ay -ay -ay. This is something I swear I had in front of me at the beginning of the session. Story chapters. As as uh, Ben searches, I have a I have a dumb world question of Kazua. Uh, yes. I rec I do recognize some games have been run in the past. I've just read about where some people choose whether or not to if um, what is it? Electronium? Elect elect uh. Electrum. Electrum is re like some people don't recognize yeah. Electrum in there. I don't. Realm. I don't. I don't have anything in any of my notes about Electrum. Because okay. copper, silver, not, gold. Yeah, mm. I don't think I've I've read any chest or any loot drop or any hoard of treasure that actually has Electrum in it. Understood. So until we find something that I decide is like, hey, look, it's Electrum. I don't think it's a commonly traded currency in Kasur. I think Very it's cool. 
uh, you know, the electrum market fluctuates because of the way it's like definanced and, you know, constantly. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. People are always making up these new kinds of electrum and Fucking like, blockchain, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Disrupting the entire market. It's an entirely different money system is the problem. Literally a different you know, currency. Yeah, that, a, there you go. It's a big shame. We have all these divination wizards and all they're doing is just like looking at they're just the spending all their material. All they're doing all day long should i buy should i buy ethereum ethereum the electrum coin that's also ethereal there you go <laughs> you, you can use it on any plane you can use money on any plane it's independently guaranteed by no one knows you're you're drinking in a tavern with a wizard, and the wizard's like, "Now listen to me. I am onto this thing. <laughs> NFTs, non-forgeable tokens. Those blacksmiths can forge <laughs> copper and silver and gold, but they can't forge these. It's these are unforgeable. Oh, God. <laughs> no one else can forge it. The new currency. <laughs> for the canon. This is absolutely canon. I don't think that your characters <laughs> know about any of this, but <laughs> someday, yeah, someday, some person in this in this whole campaign is gonna be trying to pay for something in a currency that does not exist <laughs> in this dimension and they'll be like we don't fucking take that here like get out of here all right um i found literally everywhere else <laughs> i found a page buying and selling magic items captain's entrance it's paid is there a magic 19. lens that produces an explosion upon um, contact i maybe i don't actually know if there is or not it. But I, why don't you guys look at? And I think it does not break the game for me for you guys to look at all of the possible magic items in the game and think, I want something like this. Find a way to describe it to me. Like I want to find a lance that blows up, and then find an item that meets that description. Let's see if Captain Zendros has it or has access to it. Captain of Lightning. Right she tells you one thing right away. If she doesn't have it, she can get it for you. Oh! It hmm. might just not be here tonight. Hmm. All right. Well, with that said, with that um, caveat, I sorry, I'm going to look things. at some stuff real quick. I shall be right Do down. you want that, she says? No. <laughs> well, okay. I know a I've, guy. I've got a list here, Ben. Okay. Moon sickle. What's a moon sickle? Is it? It's a delicious popsicle made by melon flavored. No. <laughs> no. So it uh gives cool. it's a it's a plus one. It's an uncommon okay. magic item. Plus one. What's the it's... source of this? Uh, Tasha's. Tasha's. Okay. So plus one, uncommon yep. sickle. It tell, is just that? a sickle that also gets gives you plus one, right? It, it also is applied to your spells. Yeah, uh, the plus attack one bonus. Or attack uh, bonus and damage, is, it looks like. Yeah, and then it also adds one d4 to any of my healing spells that cast a healing spell. Wow, look at that druid item right there. It's a noisy one. It's... I gain a bonus of spell attack rolls and the saving throw DCs of your druid and ranger spells. Oh, shit. Better. Yep. That's, that's good shit. Okay, nice so one. you're looking for a moon sickle. I think that she says, I could get that for you, but you may be better off if you want it soon. Yeah, check to Farron. Farron. 
Okay, so I'm gonna ask some of the stuff that is not like druid related then. Okay. Um, pearl of power. Let's look at pearls of powers, and she says, oh, "We may have some. Let me check." All right. Because also, um. Pearl of Power is very similar to he the mana potions we've used. True. This um, is true, but this one's just reusable. Right. So while this pearl... Yeah, right, right, right. There you go. That's the difference. While this pearl is on your person, you can use an action to speak its command word and regain one expended spell slot. If the expended spell slot is of fourth level or higher, the new slot is third level. Mm -hmm. Is that mean i'm i'm under, don't understand it just that. can only it can only give you up to third level spell slots basically is what i was telling you well so okay that's a really weird way of saying that if the yes it is <laughs> fourth level or higher the it gives you a third level one <laughs> i don't know why they said that that way that, but so it can only give you one to three to third yeah. level spells yep. um, <laughs> once you have used the pearl it can't be used again until the next dawn. So it's a one out of, you know, zero out of one or one out of one charge pearl of mana potion. Yep, oh, just a little slurp slurp. Okay. And so I, I just, I I wanted to check in with Pearl of Power. It's been a while since I've, I've heard the name a million times. Mm -hmm. I, haven't, I haven't actually come up very much in our adventures before. Um, it's an uncommon wondrous item. Mm-hmm. Do 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 pricing magic items. She says, "Ah, yes, I think we have a few." How much golds? There we go. This table is the wrong table. Okay, she hands you. A pearl of power and says, why don't you just check this one out for see if it's right. Uh, and right. places in your palm a very shiny, lustrous pearl. Um, and I need you to make me an arcana check on it. Arcana check. I am the old no bonus to arcana. So just roll dice. What are we going to get here? It's an 11. So, 11. Okay. No, great. You, you sense within it, it is like definitely fully charged. It's the item that you've heard about or seen before. Um, it You wonder why she wanted to like have you test the goods, but then you sort of like connect your fingers with it and you feel like this jolt of power. Like, oh, oh right. okay. So yep. No, it's magic. It's magic. It's, it's on. It's live right now. Um, and uh, it is 600 gold pieces, she says. So big money, big money. Okay, um, what about... I'm just going to price these things out. So, sure. pipes... Says, if you'd like, you can look at more things. Just set it back down in this velvet case. I'll do that. Pipes of the sewers, Ben. Okie dokie, here we go. We're going through the list. Oh, and she says, I don't have those on hand, but I could get them for you. My contacts and leg none in the sewers, I assure you, probably okay. know a few people that have pipes with such powers. All right, uh, spell gem. Uh, spell gem. Out of the abyss, source book. 
Hmm. Not on the database I am using. Wikidot. 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 It, but Wikidot does not have a price, my friend. That's the truth. I'm going to be looking for some bracers of archery as well. Okay, let me pull open that as well. Uncommon. Cars still very much unattuned and unaccustomed to the magical arts. Seeing what they have dealt with over the over last night and the sheer amount of fe feeling he's in over his head. <laughs> he's in the most layman's terms, he wants a mag he's hoping to acquire a magical shield and a magical sword. He literally does not know <laughs> the subtleties of it. He just he thinks <laughs> He's under the impression magic, magic can ward off magic. Yeah. Magic, shop. magic can ward off magic, hopefully. So if he <laughs> can acquire that, he might be a little better off to face off against our spell slinging foes. Um, Mr. J, I'm not yep. finding any official source material on the spell gem. Maybe there's another word they that like it to you. Like any D and D Beyond or Roll Twenty or anything. It's it's like it's from yeah it's from the 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 Out of the Abyss book the, right. the campaign setting that I'm running with us. Right, but it's not it's not registered as an item in any of, so there you go. Source Out of the yeah. Abyss. Okay. This yeah. this has the information I need. Um. So it's a wondrous item. Rarity varies. Attunement optional. Ah, so completely up to the GM. Mm -hmm. um, that's what that means. <laughs> um. <laughs> So the Let two low-level ones are uncommon. Cantrips and first-level spells. Well, the uncommon item price range is 100 to 500 gold. So yeah. what does this item do exactly here, the spell gem? It's, it's basically uh, you store a spell in it. And, and then use it without using the slot? Uh, basically, da, 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 you can cast so you... Da, 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 da. Basically, you can imbue the gem with a spell if you're attuned to it and it's something to do so. You cast the spell while holding the gem. The spell is stored in the gem instead of having any effect. Casting the spell okay. then requires one action or one minute. Or yeah. Okay. Okay. I think this is of equivalent kind of value to the Pearl of Power, I would sure. say. So I think it's going to be at the maximum side of the scale, 500. Yeah. Fair. yeah. Cause I think that basically what this does is like lets you double spell. Probably. Right, right. Which is an awesome. I, I love these items that you're pitching, and I think this is great. Yeah. Uh, I want to see the new party with this new item action economy. It's going to be cool. Um, but yeah, so that's 500 gold okay. pieces. I think that is if the Pearl of Power, which is another tier entirely, um, is it, pretty similar functionality. So I think that yeah, yeah you follow. What about um, a staff of the Python? Staff of the Python. Not familiar with that one. Let's see. And then cars will do your sword next. See, I have a whole bit planned for that. So. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, Staff of the Python is on roll 20, which I own. So that's nice. I don't own roll 20. I own a module on roll 20 that has that. <laughs> what the heck? You're I the governor, roll 20. You're the governor of roll 20? <laughs> All those minutes that I'm waiting for it to load. I'm secretly like... <laughs> wow. You're like, wow. Um, I'm actually profiting off of this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Staff of the Python. Requires attunement by a cleric, druid, or warlock. You can use an action to speak this staff's command word and throw the staff on the ground within 10 feet of you. It's a Moses staff. The yeah. staff becomes a giant constrictor snake. That's better than Moses did. <laughs> That's better than Moses. <laughs> he just did a snake. Okay? This is a giant... I'm better than Moses. <laughs> and a snake's gonna come out and say, Hi, my name's Moses. Um, <laughs> 
See the monster manual for statistics. Okay, well, I mean, I know what so, they are basically. Yeah. They're bad. Like they're they're, they're, they're big. They're big smackers. I just looked it up. They're very good. Yeah. They're a lot better. They're very good. I've, I've actually run a constrictor snake um, against someone else, and then I was like, "This is a giant one. Holy shit!" Um, yeah, it's it's huge sized, Ben. So yeah, huge. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, like that's gonna be very interesting. Let's see what happens. So. Um, under your control, acts on its own initiative count. By using a bonus action to speak the command word again, you return the staff to its normal form in the space formerly occupied by the snake. On your turn, you can mentally command the snake if it is within 60 feet of you and you aren't incapacitated. You decide what action the snake takes and where it moves during its next turn. Or you can issue a general command, such as to attack your enemies or guard a location. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If the snake is a sneak, snake the snake is <laughs> zero hit points it dies and is reverts to its staff form the staff then shatters and is destroyed there you go that's the drawback mm -hmm. its snake reverts to staff form before losing all its hit points it regains all of them that is a very cool item yes it uh it's a it, yes <laughs> not categorized properly here it says adventuring gear which is bullshit that's not what it is what do you mean? All adventurers need a staff of the python. Yeah, but it's there is uncommon. <laughs> yeah, it's uncommon okay. item. So that's again within that range, I believe, which mm -hmm. is crazy to me that that is within the same range as the other item that you just. Yeah, mentioned. it is kind of crazy. That is, yeah. I, I'm not gonna make that cost more. By the book, I'm trying to run this item purchasing by the book, and uncommon is 100 to 500 gold it seems this, this is a thing that farron might also have to be fair so i probably check with farron as well but that's I fair and i think like, if you go. want you can go over to farron yeah. and we can have the big conversation about the list of things that are more natural uh and and we'll do that yeah but... i'll do that so other people will go ahead and take your time okay so stuff. so magical sword and armor for karzalek is what karzalek is looking for okay here's the dilly karzalek <laughs> karzalek saunters up to the counter and his gear looks like shit. He puts with everything <laughs> yeah. on. He throws his shield on the table. It is like charred to hell with all the fire and like fireballs and stuff. Throws yeah. Blood. Yeah. It's like just, it's like ashen. Like you probably punch through his shield by this point. His sword is like, it's chipped, it's battered. Okay. And Cars just realizes, like, I think I'm fighting things over my head. <laughs> this isn't yeah. trying to apprehend your local pickpocket or like even you know, like a small orc incursion or whatever. This is like, he's not used to, I mean, being turned invisible was like for him, like by Crow when they first entered the cemetery was like, holy shit magic. And now suddenly he experienced being engulfed. So to him, he's he's honestly kind of embarrassed, but like he'll, whether it's Zendros or the, whichever merchant is at the counter is just, I, to be honest, I, I'm not really sure what I'm up against with magic in the okay. arcane, but I don't, I think as a guardsman, this this isn't cutting it. Dendros <laughs> uh, just sort of like looks at like maybe a shoulder pad of yours that you place down, and it's just like the padding on the inside is like crumbling, and it's old, <laughs> and like you have like regulation gear mostly from Schlossglesher's militia. Right. But, uh, also, maybe some things that like is homemade and modified, and like you're doing the best you can. But they don't give you a bunch of shiny, fresh armor in the militia. In right? He's, he's almost he's almost kind of embarrassed right now. Like. Yeah. <laughs> and she just looks at you and she says, "Oh no, 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 no! This won't do at all. 
Um, what's important to you? Do you want to be able to take a hit? Do you want to be able to move a little bit more easily? What 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 are you looking for exactly? You want a sword that'll cut through those bullywugs, cut them in twain? What do, what do you want? Be honest, I feel these these things, these casters, these mages can. Well, for lack of a better term, they can reach me a lot sooner than I can reach them, so... Hmm. Maybe something to shield myself, to shield my friends, so I can get in range, get close enough to really give it to them. Interesting. Um, let me see. Uh, and she starts looking through a list of items. Um, And I'll tell you what she finds. Uh, but you're welcome to also to look at lists of items of armor. Like I'm looking at different kinds of armor, uh, and I have the prices for them. If you'd like to yeah. purchase some specific one, um, I can tell you that there's, of course, just like there's plate, and there's also like mithril plate, and there's plus one gear. Um, it's kind of up to like what you if you want to move faster. There might be an item that might give you more movement speed. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Dash action or something. Yeah, it's so I looked through the list and you know yeah. uh, making like a a story flavor call. Yeah. Cars cars would have no idea like these these specifically named magical items. Sure. Perhaps he'll learn about them as he travels and adventures on with his companions. Sure. But for now his head is would be easily just a plus one magic shield. That's okay. Probably plus the one magic extent. shield. Yeah. So then um uh, I believe that that's going to be around like 450 gold from Zendros. Um, okay. She has a contact for, um, you know, plus one armor. Uh, and if you're looking for a plus one shield, that is what she can offer. Um, there are other pieces, she says. We have um, these, this mithril armor also for uh, 350. And we have a... Um, Access to to more enchanted swords, enchanted maces, really whatever kind of weapon you'd like. If especially if you give me a day or two. Um, so okay. are you gonna go with a plus one shield for four fifty? Is does the party have enough money to do so, that? What, what's the money situation? I was like? gonna say if we sell the scroll, and with the money that myself and uh, I believe trees have. No, not trees. Me and cars. Cars, you have a lot, right? Yeah, car. Uh, cars actually, he could. He's packing heat. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, he has three hundred and six, so not. Yeah. There. Yeah. So yet. I'm two ninety now. So I think with that, I think everybody in the party could get one uncommon item, based off the money rules, more or less. I mean, or like, yeah, they're not going to cost it's less like than a hundred. Some of them, the more mundane, uncommon yeah. items, you know, will cost. I think. Less I think we need. I th I think we do need to sell the Bane Scroll to do that, probably, because that'll get us up to... That'll get us up to... Uh, a thousand, pretty much. More 997 gold in the pool. Then plus, like, 500 net from Cars and myself. So that's 1,500. And then, like, some stuff that costs, like, 450 to 500 or 350 around common things. To you guys, I can't, I can role play the demon shopkeep all day long, but 
The money. It's it's all about the money. It always is. Also, I mean, there's like other ways of trying to acquire the gear. You know, you could go talk to Farron. You could talk yeah. to Eli. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, you could. You you wound up talking to the item, the magic item broker, right? Right. You know, person who is able to get you anything if you give him sufficient <clears throat> money and time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's honestly, not necessarily all the deals in town. Yeah, I. One thing I was considering was having cars visit, or first inquiring if there is a guardsman armory, and if cars would may have potentially before their journey had the idea to stop by there. And sure. seeing as he he is used to the system of requisitioning supplies, being like, "Hey, okay, I know I'm not like part of your club necessarily, but oh, but they, I think they're treating you like one at this point. That's what I yeah. would say. Yeah, yeah. So." That's um, something that I was thinking of bringing up at some point, but like after his talk with like Wiston and before yeah. they departed. Yeah. I mean, I would say if you're looking for armor or weaponry, like the guards at the barracks with the jail that you were interrogated at, they yeah. take a very different tack with you and they're basically welcoming you in and saying, take what you need. So anything of the, um, for you specifically, Garzalek, if you're looking like I'm a guard from, uh, Schloss Glesher, if you want to come over here and you want to get some new armor or something from them of mundane quality, they will give it to you. I th Honestly, I yeah, that is that would be the first course of action. I don't think Cars to uh, honestly, it, with his advanced knowledge of magic to like a plus one shield or sword, he would before that probably go by the armory, go by what he knows, what he's used to and until he learns the hard way, like, holy shit, I need some magical gear. <laughs> Probably just be like, hey, or guys, go like... spending the money on that and instead go and try to apply your... You know, the whole town feels in debt to you guys right now. And you have right. a moment here in this downtime to use that. Garzalex right. choosing to use that right now instead of spending money at Zendros's Emporium to go and go to the armory with the guards and get some what? I'm looking at the weapons and armor tables right now. What are you actually after? Um, ideally, new armor if he can find something that is better than his. I believe he has, he has chainmail right now, just mundane chainmail. So of really, course, you I know have a couple of options. Okay, yeah. Um, this ideally just probably a replacement longsword because that seems okay. that's kind of his bread and butter. A okay. lance, a new shield yes. which of same mundane quality, okay. and. Ideally, the heaviest armor available to so the guards. They say to you, if you inquire about that, they say, I, we do have plate armor. But, in fact, we have more plate armor now than we did yesterday. And they point at some armor that is being scrubbed clean because it has been covered in blood. Oof. Oh. Um, taking up this armor is more than... A simple gift. It means something to us. Ooh, wow. <laughs> that is... That is intense. It's a, if you don't wear it, someone else will. I promise you that. Uh, we also have splint mail, which we're willing to part with. Yeah. Cars takes a long, hard look at the plate mail and just 
almost just thinking to himself, uh, this is a generous, this is a generous offer. I'll honor the guardsmen who gave their lives in the defense of Balwatch and Yrinkle Bing. I accept. And they they clap you on the shoulder with like a, a gauntleted fist, you know, and, uh, and look at you like maybe you even catch their eye. It was someone that you saw one of the guards fighting out there on the battlefield with you and you share a moment of camaraderie. Um, and go ahead and add plate armor to your inventory. Okay. But uh, now, our visual of Karzalek, maybe you still have, like, some element of your, like, your your tunic is still the same colors of the Schloss Glesher militia, but you're wearing Rinkobing plates. With, uh, there's an anchor on either hulk. <laughs> Mm-hmm. This wow. Okay, man. They sure don't. They don't show. They don't. They don't hook us up like this back in Schloss Gletcher, man. <laughs> no, no, they don't. Well, He's gonna have a what? word with a tail caster when he gets back. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't start off with plate armor there. That's true. But uh, they say to you as you leave, you've earned it. You're one of us now, even if you're one of those glacier boys. Cars <laughs> <laughs> will. He'll laugh it off. He with you know with as much mirth as you can muster after an intensely bloody battle. Yeah. I yeah, thank you. Congrats <laughs> on the uh, on the significant increase to your armor class right there for a roleplay moment. Nice. What's your AC now? I, I believe know. that brings him up to one second. So chainmail. Can you exceed twenty? Yeah, you can go oh, as yeah, high as you yeah. want. You can go as high as you can go. Okay, so that's a that adds a plus two, so that puts him at twenty one. I was gonna say probably twenty one. That's pretty Spicy. important. That's gonna that's be really good. Would it be? Is it too? To yeah, is it too greedy to have asked for a lance as well? You reckon? No, no, no. You can get a lance. <laughs> okay. Lances are ten gold. Oh, sweet. All right. They, I think that mm. this is like this is a situation where like you gave me a role play situation in downtime, right? And right. you role played it out with me, and I rewarded you for the role play during downtime. Thank uh, you. Um, generous DM. The the same situation is open. <laughs> you guys want to carouse on the town? Do you want to research something? Are you looking for a job on a fishing boat? What can your old dungeon master Ben hook you up with during this downtime? Tracers of archery. There you go. Tracers of archery. Let's do that. It's it's Tree's turn. Tracers of archery one. are an uncommon item, and they are three hundred gold. Oh shit! Not bad. Um. I guess all uncommon items are 300 gold. Not all uncommon items. It is an evaluated scale. Uncommon is 100 to 500. Depending on the rarity of the item and up to the dungeon master's discretion as per How, the... What do bracers or archeries, what do they do? They, while wearing these bracers, you have proficiency with a longbow and shortbow, and you gain a plus two bonus to damage rolls on ranged attacks made with such weapons. Ooh, that's some spice. Plus two damage at all times. Would be cool. What about um a reveler's concert concertina? Oh, you oh, know no, that's rare. That's way about, out of my price. You want to hear about instrument prices? Because I got those. What um, the drums? If, if they might help my bard spells. They the drums of um, rhythm. Flavor options. I do love my loot. Sure. I don't know what other instruments I might be interested in, but yeah. <laughs> Shoot. Okay. Um, write down which one's I'm Get here now, of course, because the second I say that I have it, I'm like, wait, where'd it go? 
Uh, Have you looked at drums of rhythm or whatever they're called? I'm looking at that literally right now. Yeah, those are right. Uncalled. That'd be pretty cool. Musical instruments that are for sale in this town. <laughs> Bagpipes. Drum. Dulcimer. Flute. Lute. Lyre, which is a harp. Horn. Pan flute. Shalm. And viol. I think that the bagpipes would really help with our stealth missions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are there are sometimes little things that I think you could do mechanically different with them, you know? Uh, a drum, for example, versus a uh, a flute, I think is when in the hands of a, of a skilled role player is pretty different, you know? Um banging on your drum in the middle of the battle kind of gives a different vibe than playing your flute to unlock a door with a magic spell, you know? Uh, but it is up to you what you would want to do with that. I also yeah. will say there are magical instruments um, that are a thing. I will see yeah. what I can I'm pull I'm looking up. at this, uh, the Rhythm Maker's Drum. Uh, Rhythm Maker's Drum. Yeah, it comes Not in a couple different magical varieties, but obviously the the cheapest one, the uncommon one. Yeah. So while holding this drum, oh, it's loading. Come on now. While holding this wow. drum, you gain a bonus to spell attack rolls and to the saving throw DCs of your bard spells. The bonus is determined by the drum's rarity. Got it. I see the scale. A plus one, a plus two, a plus three. It's a, it's like a magic implement, but for bards, and it's a drum. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it also I think grants that... me uh, one bardic inspiration if, if I yeah. use an action. Very cool. And, and once per day use of that. I think that that's available here. I, I think that that's something that you can find is like a uh, maybe Zendra says, oh, I don't have that. But um, go to the weekly market. and There's a, a shaman of the deep sea and they have a, a drum made from octopus leather. Holy shit. <laughs> that sounds incredible. Um, I, uh, w I will make my way there. And on my way there, I would like to be like, I've been thinking about the song about last night, um, mm. about like the 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 battle for the bridge at Balgo watch or something. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I, I think I'd like to start working out that song okay. and, um, if I can, I would like to just like find this person. Mm -hmm. If I know where they are, I'd like to like, Oh, like bust in the door, just like singing this song and just do like a performance check to try to like get them okay. to give it to me for a better price. Okay. Maybe. You come walking through the markets in the afternoon after the battle and people are like, uh, you know, trying to regroup and you see this person wearing like very strange gray clothing that's covered in, in this briny uh, sort of residue. And they they look at you as you're playing to them, make a, a performance check. It'd be my pleasure. Ooh, that's not incredible. Um, but that's a sixteen. Sixteen will do it. You sort of show up and you're you're singing maybe under your breath or something at first, and then you sing confidently mm -hmm. to them about your your exploits on the bridge. Mm -hmm. And yes. uh, me and my friends, they look they look at you and they say, "Ah, what 
What nice, nice lyric. Ah, what can I help you with? Ah, well, you know, after having such a harrowing night last night, I was, I was looking to improve some of my abilities so that I can help, uh, help save some of the missing townsfolk and such. And I heard that uh, you were such an incredible shaman that you had a, a magical drum with uh, uh, made out of octopus. For old Nobu's drums, then have you? Yes, all right. Yes, precisely. And they give you a couple of options of different drums, and they say these are blessed by Calypso herself. Ah, Calypso. She has uh, shown me much favor in recent times as I look at my gross shoulder. Yeah, it's it's probably feeling a little bit better because you've been magically healed now. It's it's mm -hmm. not fully healed, but it's definitely stopped bleeding. Um, definitely feels better, but yeah. <laughs> and you not feel great. a little fidgeting in your pack. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thinking about Freddy in there. Yep. Uh, <laughs> it reminds me of like in Stranger Things when they adopt the little... <laughs> um dark yeah uh, okay so um yeah there's there's a few different designs aesthetically of drums basically that this mm -hmm. octopus drum maker uh has here incredible can i try a couple of them out do you want to maybe play something together let's jam and right. the two of you <laughs> The two of you do some like weird drum circle jamming, yes, and a couple of rhythms. And yeah, this is like also the day it. after this whole horrible battle, and you guys are like, um, basically providing a little bit of entertainment for the people in the market here, and it raises the spirits of, of people. And it says, You know what? You have a discount 50% off. Normally, I would charge 300 gold, but for you, 150. Wow. My, what a, what a kind person! I can't. Uh, that's that's just a, that's just the amount that I have, pretty much in my gold in my pouch here, as I just dump it out. And he takes pretty it. Pretty much all of it. He but opens yeah, up like a hole in a cajon, and he just stuffs all the gold inside the cajon, and then he closes <laughs> it. That's pretty oh. sweet there. I yeah. So I think that the one that I chose is like a like. I think it's, I'm not sure if I know exactly what the style of talking drums yeah. are, but it's like long and it has like the strings on the side so that I can squeeze it underneath yeah, my Yeah, I arm. actually have a talking drum and that's exactly okay. what it is. It's like cool. you put it in between your armpit and your elbow and you yeah. like squeeze it and you go boop, 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 Yeah, so, so I, yeah, I'm totally working on, yeah, getting okay. the pitches and start learning to talk with it. Oh, that's super cool. Okay, so you have like an octopus talking drum, and maybe it like it has like uh, built into it uh, where the eyes once were, big black beads that look like octopus eyes. <laughs> Spooky. Yeah. Octopus drum. Okay. <laughs> so cool. Great. I have uh, and this is gold. what you get from instead of just going shopping in the player's handbook and saying, "I want, I want a sword or something." <laughs> So, Jay, you have some options from Captain Zendros. You know, some things are, are able to be requisitioned, some things mm -hmm. are not. Um, some things here they have, some things they do not. Obviously, common potions and um, 
you know, plus one gear seems like it's pretty readily available. Yeah, I'm I'm going to be heading over to Farron is my plan at this point. You want to so. head to Farron? You want to do the yes. Farron scene now? Okay. Yeah. Hey, what was the name of the shaman one more time? I want to make sure I write that down. Uh, what did I say? I'm sorry. Nobu. Nobu. No, Nobu. 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 Nobu, oh, the drum maker. Oh, Robin. <laughs> Damn. Oh my god. I just like yeah, I we... just all do whipping out a drum. <laughs> I probably yeah. they probably have to come find me because I will be jamming for a while. With, jamming with Nobu. I love and it. Cross across Sharkfin Bridge, which is you know having repairs done to it still. Um, that's so cool. Bart, oh, you um you, you make your way up to the grove. Yes. Okay, let me tell you what you see. Growing down. We're going groving. Going groving. Okay. Open to the air and set in a grove outside town. The Sea Grove of Alferis is a gathering place for seagulls, sailors, swamp folk, as well as an information market for traders and trappers. Baron Castellar, a somewhat melancholy halfling of middle years, tends the shrine with his companion, a large bullfrog named Loris. <laughs> uh, Farron, you gather as you enter this enclave uh, and you ask, like, where's Farron? Where's Farron? Um, you gather that Farron always keeps an eye out for rumors and any sort of rumblings of aberrations or uh, the local scuttlebutt about controversy. Uh, but he, he stays out of most of the business of the common folk. Uh, he spends most of his time sending news to <coughs> far-off places and maintaining this little alcove. Um, so I'm picturing, like a tiny, almost like a Ewok village in, or like a, maybe more closer or somewhere between like an Ewok village and like Yoda's hut in okay. this swampy marsh here. And it's not like a town, but it's like a, almost like a quarter of town, if that makes sense, that you guys just haven't gone to yet <clears throat> because you were doing other things. Um, All right. Bart and is gonna like start these trees. It, it's honestly probably pretty welcoming for you, Bart. Yeah, I'm gonna like start cl clomping through the underbrush okay. towards this place once I see it. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty set that I probably have found the correct place. Um, eventually you you are directed to this sort of lumpy hut. Um, that Farron uh seems to live in. And uh, someone helps you get up there, and they say, "Yeah, go ahead. You can knock on the door. See if Aaron wants to chat. They're pretty busy." All right, I'm gonna knock on the door, and then um, uh, say in druidic, "Gaushkushkushk," which just means they, like, "Hello, friend, brother." They reply in in druidic, and it's a, a very small, smaller than you, halfling, um, that greets you with this long, matted hair, um, very Radagast-esque, you know, mm -hmm. covered in, in 
uh, various natural things. There's some lichen growing in some of the hair, and they have a bird on their shoulder that seems to have made a nest in their hair. I did not make that up. It is part of the art for the <laughs> for the, the NPC here. Oh, that's um, pretty cool. They have a bird nesting in their hair, and um, in the corner of this hut that you've entered, uh, it's cozy looking, but you know, small and weird if you're a human. Um, <clears throat> there's a bullfrog actually um, in this little like nook atop the fire like um like <clears throat> russian beds you know where the fire is under the oh oven, yeah and yep. then like the bed is like up above there's this bullfrog in a water-filled wallow atop the stove in this house and A after how can i help you mm, uh, bart will definitely turn into the bullfrog and bow to the bullfrog after talking to ferret and address the bullfrog as well because i can speak to animals so and it goes ribbit <coughs> pleasure to meet you bullfrog mm. and i figured like what i'm kind of <laughs> what i'm kind of seeing happening here is like almost kind of like entish slow motion druid talk for a while like just sure sit down and like okay i like that <laughs> and maybe it takes a really long time and we can just talk it out as two players here yeah it's yeah, it's, it's really slow talk, and he offers you tea. Yeah, um, I introduce him to, like, my bag of little fleas and show him, like, my, my okay. leash and tell him about my he dog. He says that he's, he's heard rumblings of what happened outside the grove mm -hmm. and that you were involved. I, I, I give him, like, the story of, like, the kind of the horrors of the ward and stuff like that. Okay. He seems like a genuinely, you know, like you've met other druidic-inclined people. This person is clearly one of the, you know, people who lives in town who is most in touch with the natural world, the resident expert in the same way that the, uh, you know, we found the bardic expert for the drum, yeah. found the cleric expert for healing. We found, you know, that kind of stuff. Eliander is the head of the guard. Farron seems like this little enclave is almost built around his dwelling. Mm-hmm. Um, and the local chief of the natural swampy world. All right. So then maybe when um, there's like a natural pause in the conversation and the tea is done or something like that. Yeah. Bart will turn it to and talk about like the fact that he's going like, to tell him what, tell Farron what he's about to do. Like, I'm about to go try to rescue my daughter and mm. I need more than just myself. I have been out of the woods for too long. I am looking for some things that maybe you would have. Specifically a staff of snakes or the crescent moon. Um, Farron looks at you with troubled eyes. You require tools to hurt people. Is that the only way? Long pause. I do not think it is the only way, Farron. But I am not a perfect being. 
and I am scared for my daughter. But Molly, I do not think is safe. And the people who took her are not, and we'll, he'll gesture to like the, the tree around mm-hmm. like that. They are not interested in the way of balance and good things and the wellness of creatures. I do not wish to harm them, but if they harm my Molly, I will do what must be done. I see. And I understand that for you, that is balance. Well, no one. Well, the staff, I know where it dwells. Mm. Are not many of its kind remaining. The scythe, such a thing may be fashioned. I see. Where might the staff be? There is a temple of great significance. And Farron gets up and takes their mug of tea and walks over to the, the frog in the corner and pats it a couple of times and it croaks in contentment. I have been there and perhaps in the future, we will speak on it again. For if your aim is to go to the old Soulmore Manor, this is in the opposite direction, my friend. Hmm. I see. Should your path bring you there, the temple at Bulabudur. It contains the staff that you seek. Very well. Do you have nothing, then, that perhaps could help me? Do you wish for the scythe? Yes, if you yourself... Such a thing may be crafted. I do not understand. Forgive me that you could make it yourself, but... Reach over towards a... There's, like, a plant growing on their, uh... Like, above their sink. It's, like, a flowering plant. Looks like kind of like an orchid. And they bring it to the table. I will require components. In fact, silver is necessary. Approximately... Yeah. 300, <laughs> 300, so I'm sorry, 300 gold worth of silver. Okay. I can exchange my gold for that, pretty much. Okay. And I think then the scene is if you're willing to give up that currency, that you guys make a big fire for an hour. And it's encouraged by your druidic magic. And in the middle of this weird little enclave, you and a group of other small folk and there's even like a friendly treant that walks over and is like what are you doing um watches you guys forge this weapon and they sort of understand that you were part of helping save them they look like their grove was actually relatively untouched during the struggle um and 
you have this weapon now. It's like as you pick it up, it's like um, coalesced around this plant that has grown into the purpose that you put onto it. You know, it is a mm-hmm. a flowered scythe. Okay, okay. Very cool. All right. So we got some flavor items in there for a couple of people. I actually had one last, sorry, while this was all going on, like, and I'm getting sucked into everyone's storytelling. I had a small brief flicker of inspiration. If I could just amend a quick, like, 30 seconds to Cards' moment. As the Rinko being, so real quick, Ben, for context. So Rinko being is part of the Hansa, correct? Hanseatic League? It is, is, so the Hanseatic League is like, um, it's like a transit and trade uh, trade uh, federation where they um, they have offices places. They don't own any land. They don't, right. you know, they, they okay. oversee trade on the ocean. I think if you were to, like, check with the Hanseatic League, like, hey, Hanseatic League, what's up with Rinkobing? They would say, like, Rinkobing is a port where you might get your wallet stolen. We do have okay. feelings there, like yada yada, you know. Perfect. Um, all right, I will keep this quick. I know it is getting a little late. Sure. Yeah. No, so it's, as, I'm chilling. Hmm. Yeah, for it. All right. So as they present cars with the plate armor, he doffs the chainmail, looks at yeah. it, and it is understandably as Scholz-Gletcher, you know, standard issue uh, chainmail. Yeah. He, I was thinking that the the player in me sell it, make money, but he exchanges it. He gives it that okay. to the Rico Bank cardsman. Oh, cool. Just thinking out loud with them, like, you know, I know that in Shilos Gletcher, we often joke about the regions around us, but at the end of the day, we're all men of the Hansa. Yeah. Our duty to look after one another, and I hope this armor can serve its purpose looking after one of your own. I think that resonates with them, because they are a seafaring town, you know? This is, that's their livelihood, and they, they understand that, like, they're... Maybe if the Hanseatic League were more powerful, maybe it would be able to protect all the members of it more. You know, that kind of stuff. They awesome. they, they dig that. Um, so okay. strengthening the bond between your town and their town. Um, one of the big differences, like, politically, is that uh, Rinkobing is part of the Kingdom of Kiel, whereas Schloss Glesher is a part of the Rimbirig Confederation. Um, Got it. They're they're not in the same nation, you know, but right. uh, they're bordering towns. Uh, so that kind of common ground is, is exactly the kind of stuff that would resonate with them more so than like, hey, yeah, we're we're buddies because we're both from neighboring towns. Like that, you're 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 sitting on a border in a way because the the and this is another because we can because we're not in an actual episode right now. A little tangent here, like. The, the whole concept of the Rimbirig Confederation is that at one point there were kingdoms and queens and all that stuff all over the place. And then there was a war. And now that's not as common anymore. Now it's governments by the people, councils and legislatures and senates and congresses and parliaments everywhere. Um, Places like the Kingdom of Kiel and the backwater city that's pretty lawless in Rinkobing, <clears throat> those are the outliers. They're not the commonality. Um, 
Yeah. Wow. Okay. Awesome. But like the biggest city in the in the known world to you, Legdenan, is in the possession of the Rimbirig Confederation, and they have like a democratic-ish Republican government. You know, the big city where there's senators and that kind of stuff. I see. Yeah, I got that map. Yeah. I see. So. Um, okay. But I, I am also, I have to say, you know, if you guys anytime want to want to peace out of here, we can always wrap this thing up. Um, there's shopping that we have done. There are other downtime activities um, that you could try. Um, like looking for other jobs, if you're interested in that. Um, might not be <laughs> story-wise. Yeah, timing-wise um, doesn't make too much sense. Timing-wise, yeah. Um, there is research that you can do. Um, specifically, like, if you're asking questions about specific subjects, I can do something mechanically that might be able to help you, you know? Um, okay. But you have to be, like, what am I looking into and how, right? That makes some sense. And then, like, are people going to be buying, like, healing potions or um, healing items? I I've also made some healing items that I think are better balanced than some of the healing options available in 5th edition. What, what did you make? Um... Pull it up here. Uh, so obviously there is the healer's kit. Um, I think that personally having a player take the healer feat and having <coughs> the use of the healer's kit is one of the most underutilized and overpowered use of healing in the game because they're 50 gold a pop. They're very cheap. Quite good. Um, it's like better than, better healing than a healing potion 10 times for 50 gold. Um, then I made, instead of the Staff of Healing, emulating the Wand of Cure Light Wounds from Pathfinder, a Wand of Healing. While holding the small wand of you and metal, you can use one action to expend one of its charges to cast Cure Wounds using your, your Spellcasting Ability Modifier, uh, like from your class. Sure. Um, uh, if you expend the last charge, roll a d20. On a one, the staff vanishes in a flash of light, lost forever. The staff has 12 charges on purchase, and a staff is 50% cheaper to refill than it is to buy. Okay. Okay, okay. Incredible. So that's like a wand of healing. And then there's one more uh, item that I wound up giving the special treatment to. It did not make this one up, but it is an item that uh, I want to make aware for you you guys that exists. Um, uncommon, wondrous item, restorative ointment. This glass jar, three inches in diameter, contains 1d4 plus one doses of a thick mixture that smells faintly of aloe. The jar and its contents weigh one half pound. As an action, one dose of the ointment can be swallowed or applied to the skin. The creature that receives it gains 2d8 plus 2 hit points, ceases to be poisoned, and is cured of any disease. Damn. Holy shit, that's some that's crazy Benge. <laughs> that's like some crazy Benge right there. Like, 
I didn't make that item up. That's just in the in the source material. So, like, if you guys want to think about buying things that are consumables, not like armor and casting implements, mm -hmm. uh, that might be something you want to consider. Did we I heard split someone join the gold. It's still in there. The amount that's in there is still what's in there. We got a big enough cool. discount on everything that I think we could yeah. all cover our own purchases. So sweet. We were lucky. Yeah, that role play discount. <laughs> role play yeah, discount. Woo. Um. Um, ben, maybe this can wait until as we're wrapping up, but I just had some quick, uh, I, last thing I want to do is treat Star as like, you know, my little Miata oh. driving around, uh, Kazur. <laughs> I, I recognize there are responsibilities oh, associated with, uh, owning a steed. Yeah. And, and a register her and like, uh, <laughs> title registration, uh, horse, horse insurance, tags, horse insurance. <laughs> um, that said, yeah, uh, I think cars would definitely be interested in barding at some point, and I recognize the stables here. That's just available. Barding. Like you, I, if you want to buy barding, that's one of those things where it's like uh, there's a cost. I'll find it. Okay. Uh, Indie Beyond says barding. Um, it's armor designed to protect an animal's head, neck, chest, and body. Any type of armor can be purchased <coughs> as barding. The cost is four times the equivalent armor made Ooh. for humanoids, and it weighs twice as much. So full, full the question star, is, let's go. This is, yeah, this is the thing. It's like, I really love that they fully expanded the mount mechanics in some book. I think it was like Sword Adventurer's Guide or something, Sword of Coast Adventurer's Guide. Um, mm -hmm. Some supplemental <laughs> or Tasha's or Xanathar's. Or um, welcome back, Zach, by the way. Yeah, welcome back. We'll catch you up in a second here, if you if you want. Um, so basically, I'm looking at this. Uh, I'll, I'll pull it up. Hi. Um, mm -hmm. Does anyone else have anything else they like really want to do? Like that was the shopping trip for the most part. There's healing potions, obviously, like common magical items. That's a good list to look at. Um, I, I have two common magical magical items that I would like. Okay. Pot of awake. A couple of. I'm looking for multiple pots of awakening. And, and, yeah. and 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 a hat a hat of vermin so i'm looking at the Fuck comments yeah. and, so, hold on wait a second i need lots, lots of bark. pots of awakening <laughs> <laughs> Pot of awakening. oh man okay, you should I'm, get the I'm bourbon shroud too someday there you go let's go <laughs> but you have, oh and bart learned that there is a staff that he's looking yeah. for a serpent staff at bulla Budur. So I, I oh, want to cool. go to Bill. Once Molly's all set, Bella Badur is my next. Is my is my because it, it, it was it, also Romal said to Crow, seek Bella Badur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Zach, it, it summons. It turns into a huge constrictor snake, like an actual huge it's size. It's a Moses snake. map stuff. So, yeah, it's cool. As Ben says, um, it's, better, it's better than Moses. It's better than Moses. It's a giant <laughs> snake, not just a snake. It's a giant snake. Um, <laughs> Moses didn't do that. Moses was just like, look, I can turn this piece of wood into a steak. Um, <laughs> exactly like that. Nice, Moses. You're so fucking In, in the Bible, it says, it says uh, and then Moses said, look, I can turn this staff into a snake. Like specifically, like capitalizing and uncapitalizing the <laughs> enemy yeah. in snake. Yep. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and then and then mm -hmm. then through in English, yeah. yeah. Okay. So and then it was on. like the Israelites all rolled their eyes. Okay, wait a second. Hold on, hold on. Let's, let's all just take a second here. Are you actually asking me for pots of awakening? Oh yes, hundred percent. 
it doesn't sound Look convincing for some reason. Yeah, I am. <laughs> what are you talking about? Are Why you saying would they not these things new? They're, yeah. Oh, no, no, I am asking. I'm, I'm asking about those in the head of vermin. Those are the two, co- two common items. Okay, well, thinking, yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm looking at them right now. I'm saying, like, yes, how much? Right. How much money for pots of awakening and hats? Uh, common magic items are from 1 to 100 gold in terms of rarity in the place. I'm going to say here, they're at the 100 gold side of the spectrum. Tourist prices. Jesus Christ. Uh, I mean... Is it really that crazy that <laughs> a shrub that becomes awakened is a hundred gold? I don't think so. Far- Farron got any of that goody good back there in the <laughs> Farron the definitely is like, what kind of strain are you looking for? Do you want to? That's why he just took a minute to get to opium. the door. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm looking for opium. That's what I'm looking for. I'm like, I want no, I don't have opium. That. I only have plants that come awake. Okay. <laughs> If you want milk of the poppy, go to the the, the hospital. <laughs> okay, I think oh maybe Bart will maybe pull out like a little pouch of seeds and say that he like has his. I've got, I got my own little bonsai trees that I would grow at home around the cabin. And these are no bonsai trees. True. I mean, like the way this item says it works, Ben, is they use plant something oh, yeah. in it and then it grows. And it says, if you plant an ordinary shrub shrub yes, in this 10-pound clay pot and let it grow for 30 days, mm-hmm. the shrub magically transformed into an awakened shrub. I've looked at the statistics for awakened plants, actually. Mm-hmm. When the shrub awakens, its roots break the pot, destroying it. The awakened shrub is friendly to you. Absent commands from you, it does nothing. So, Che... Yep. Do you do you think that I would shy away from having pots of awakening in my game, or because no, I, I, I don't understand that I am the kind of DM that uh, <clears throat> I, I open open my arms and welcome this pot of awakening? Is this okay, yeah, sure. please, <laughs> please, okay, just go ahead. All right, plant, uh, plant shrubs. All right, so I'm gonna discuss like what varietal of shrub grows the best in this and how much. I would recommend rosemary. They're very pleasant smelling as well as useful in the kitchen. What about lavender? I I don't know about lavender. I don't celebrate Clovis every year, so (laughs) I I actually just kind of get like a like a Chinooka bush that basically (laughs) is like kind of like a generic holiday bush. All right. I choose rosemary usually for that. I've never awakened one before, but I might this year now that you mention it. Hmm. Well, let's see. <laughs> what was the other item? <laughs> oh, the the hat of vermin. Hat of vermin. Ivy. Hat of vermin. What about a hat California spice bush? This hat. This this cat. This hat has. <laughs> three charges. While holding the hat, you can use an action to expend one of its charges and speak a command word that summons your choice of a bat, a frog, or a rat. See the player's handbook or the monster manual for statistics. The summoned creature magically appears in the hat and tries to get away from you as quickly as possible. (laughs) Either friendly nor hostile, and it isn't (laughs) under your control. It behaves as an ordinary creature of its kind and disappears after one hour or when it drops to zero hit points. The hat regains all expended charges daily at dawn. Uh, Jay, 
why would I not give you this item? Why would I not give you this item? <laughs> <laughs> I love this item so it's much. It's a great, it's a great there, item. <laughs> there, is, there is a sentence here in this book that basically says, like, magic items do be available to the players. So I'm, <laughs> I am playing that as a thing. If you guys okay. are pining after an item, you think, when I hit 7th level and I have 1,400 gold, I'm going to buy that item. Plan for it. Figure it out. Write it into the story. That's how we do this shit. All right. Well, how much for this hat of vermin? Uh, it's a common magic item. It's definitely gonna be one hundred gold pieces right there. Hundred percent. A hundred gold for the for the animal hat. God damn, shit's expensive oh, here in Bay. Is it? Is it though? Is that really that expensive for a magic vermin hat? I don't know about that. I'm still stuck on the shrub. Personally, it sounds really good. The shrub There's is amazing. amazing. I think, I think so, like I, yeah. It, so shrubs actually included like like a ton of berry plants. So you could have like an yeah, edible yeah. awakened shrub and you could scream well, whenever you pluck berries off of it. Deal with me yeah, being like, up. do I want to be eaten? <laughs> you know? Creator, why did you create me? Are the berries <laughs> gonna be screaming when you eat them? I hope so. Like yeah. If, yeah, you, exactly. if you think <laughs> if you think I did not just search up uh one hundred different types of rare shrubberies, you're wrong. Oh my I'm god. Doing that right now. <laughs> you're gonna pick a specific shrubbery. So yes. I have a specific shrubbery. Another shrubbery. (laughs) So I was thinking of like 3.5 prices for items, which is why I was like, sell something for 200? That's nothing. But maybe it does. It's very different. different. Yeah. Uh, So the Awakened Shrub, just for example, 9 AC, 10 hit points, speed of 20 feet. It's got a 3 strength, 8 dexterity. 11 constitution, not bad. 10 intellect, 10 wisdom. That's a wise shrub. <laughs> it's smart. It's, smart. Like, it's better than <laughs> I have. It's wiser than me. <laughs> That's amazing. And Ola, a six charisma. It's not that charismatic, though, trees. Trees is more charismatic um, than a tree. An awakened, an awakened rosemary bush. Um, vulnerabilities, of course, fire. Uh, damage resistance to piercing. I, I would make an argument. It's probably resistant to bludgeoning, too. But, I mean, that's... Anyway. Um, senses. Passive perception, 10. Languages. One language known by its creator. Uh, and a challenge rating of one Joby. Um, false appearance. While the shrub remains motionless, it is indistinguishable from a normal shrub. And it has one action. Rake. Melee weapon attack. Plus one to hit. Reach five feet, one target, one d4, minus one slashing damage. I found the bush, and this is apparently a bush. This is classified as a bush. Okay. (laughs) All right. It's a quince. Oh, quinces. Okay, they're shrubs. They're. It's a shrubbery. Okay, so you can the shrub that it it. Could have two. I'm thinking I I have these two pots that I tie together and like put over my shoulders and they just kind of hang on my back i'm gonna say for, for that item it's 85 gold pieces okay sweet. just because it it's so cool just because it's so cool it's because i want two, you to have these two, quint- two sentient quince trees with 10 intelligence they don't <laughs> they're not sentient yet you need oh, yes, 30 yes. days yeah, 30 day. yes but eventually come on now i hey i hope that bart lives 30 days to see his quince children you got that threat on record. <laughs> you got that, Craig? 
Yeah, Craig's got Craig's got it. Um, does anyone else have anything they want to do downtown? Yeah, where can I find a Vorpal sword around here? Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> no, um, cars will definitely stock up on um on health potions. Uh, are they the standard twenty five a pop, or are we uh, I believe the they're actually. Here? 50 a pop. 50 a pop. Damn. Nice try, inflation. though. Nice try, though, Jesse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. So I got my binding selling switched up. So, so yeah. I was mentioning the healing items I had. Alternate uh, healing items I had here. Uh, they are different prices than the healing uh, thingamajig. Um, healing potion. Uh, healer's kit. And if anyone is ever interested in taking the feat, I don't think you guys can at this point, honestly. Uh, healer's kit. Why is it always not D&D Beyond? The cost of one is very cheap. And it's like unavailable for some reason. Come on now. What are you looking at for? Five, okay, so five gold pieces for a healer's kit. Oh if man. Have, if you have the healing, a healer feat, you can use that as basically administering almost a potion to somebody. Ten charges for five gold pieces. That's the difference between a whole, buying wholesale or buying retail yep. right there, baby. Yep. <laughs> Having a person in your party who's like, I'm going to be a healer. Um, there right. is also the custom, and that's not custom at all. That's purely rules as written, how healing works in Dungeons and Dragons. Um, then there is the custom stuff that I've made. Home brewing some stuff from 3.5 to bring over and from Pathfinder. Um, instead of a wand of cure light wounds, we have wand of healing. While holding the small wand of you in metal, you can use one action to expend one of its charges to cast cure wounds using your spellcasting ability modifier. If you expend the last charge, roll a d20. On a one, the staff vanishes in a flash of light. Lost forever. The staff has 12 charges. Staves are 50% cheaper to refill than they are to buy. And the cost of those is 100 gold pieces. It's a lot more healing than potion. a potion. It does seem pretty good. It is not something that you can necessarily use on yourself. Sorry, and to be clear, also, you need to be able to cast a spell. You need to have the spell casting trait to use it. So, um, <clears throat> not every character can use it, which is one of the big reasons that it's better than a healing potion. Uh, and for certain characters, a healing potion might give you more. But. In the case of a spellcaster who wants to be like, I'm going to spend some of my gold to give us healing, but I don't want to invest my spell slots. You can buy a 12 charges wand of healing and do cure wounds 12 times or 11 times and leave the last charge and then go refill it for 50% off. Like, you know, it, it gives you this economy that you can actually play into instead of D&D 5th edition, which just did away with all of that. Um, and then there's, of course, the restorative ointment, which is like a super healing potion with a cure attached to it. Which is nice. It is nice. 
those kind of things. Like, honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you guys, this might be one of your last chances for a while to have completely free access to a town. Well, Cars is immediately gonna drop a hundo and uh, pick up two potions just because okay. potions. Go ahead and drop a hundo and pick up two potions. Potions are, are different than anything else. You don't need a spellcasting ability and you can just drink it. Quaff it. You can pour it down somebody's throat if you were silenced, even, you know? Forcefully heal someone. You could do it. You get better now! Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. I am down to 206 well, gold pieces. That's not bad. Oh, barding. I have 12. <laughs> Cars yeah, are like, you want to buy barding? Oh, shit. Yes. We didn't, um, we didn't do that, so... Yeah, I'm assuming... Yeah, so, Star being a riding horse, I figure... Yeah. I mean, realistically, you can't, like, Star's not a war horse, you can't, like, chuck heavy armor on her. It looks um, like she'd be receptive to whatever kind of armor you want to put on her. Oh, no kidding. Okay. Uh, uh, apologies. And so it said it was four times the cost of... Four times the cost of equivalent armor, and it weighs twice as much. So pull up the normal armor table. Okay. And, um, like, for example, if you wanted studded leather for Star, that would be yeah. 180 gold pieces. God damn. And it would weigh 26 pounds. Well, I mean, that would be then, she would have an AC of 12 plus, plus her dex. Right, which I think, I think her dex modifier is zero. Like the right, like the basic riding horse dex modifier is zero. I think you're right. I think so you're right. That, that is okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to say that the, where it, where it falls off is she's not capable of using heavy armor. Right, okay. So um, that's used uh, light and yeah. medium, which means she could be fucking wearing half plate. Like, that's, that's metal. A lot of that's a lot of horse armor right there. Fifteen dex yeah. armor. Um, I cars will definitely drop. At least he's gonna drop forty for a uh, medium the hide armor. Okay. So for twelve. That's AC a great. Total. That's a great choice. Yeah. So twelve AC total versus instead just ten. I'll add that to cards inventory just for tracking. Purposes. That's a great investment as a cavalier. I think, and, and getting the lance and getting the new armor, you're going to be able to do a lot more now. Okay, and that's. I think that's it for cars. I'm, I'm excited to hear what else, uh, what everyone else has got lined up still. Yeah. Anybody? Is the cloak of billowing ten dollars? I mean, gold pieces. Ten dollars. <laughs> yes. It's actually, it's ten dollars. Do you have any dollars? <laughs> I have you can Venmo 10 me that. Electrum. Is that in this, is that uh, yeah, we have any Sorry, we don't. I have this non-forgeable token of a dancing <laughs> cat. Oh, no. uh, how much oh, is the, the cloak? The cloak billowing is a common magic item. Uh, while wearing this cloak, you can use a. Yeah, you can. I'm gonna say that one is 25 gold pieces. Okay. Um, Crow buys it and carefully wraps it and gives it to Trees as a gift. Oh. Oh my god. Have, you go. now, now, next time you say, direct your praise to trees. Yep. You can. Oh you got go, it. And the cloak billows. Oh, trees <laughs> instantly starts crying. Aww, <laughs> buddy. Oh, that's so nice. A billowing cloak. <laughs> 10 seconds, I'm grabbing yet another drink here. I will subtract 25. That's so awesome. I'm gonna look so freaking cool with this thing. Mm-hmm. Gonna billow so much. <laughs> Wait, okay. I, I remember this. Wait, so it's basically a cloak that it it billows, like on command? Yep. Yes. <laughs> 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 
Oh my god. Okay, it's also it. a helmet. Also a helmet that makes your eyes just glow red when you wear it. Oh, and that's dope. Cool what? Cosmetic commentary <laughs> stuff there. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. There's a lot of stuff like that in the common match guide. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but Common you know, magic it's great. Items are so Um, so kind of thinking ahead, um, one thing that um, I want to do with Crow, like as a player, is look at the ritual casting stuff. Yeah. So kind of like thinking ahead to that, um, I would be interested in, you know, any spell scrolls that are around or available, or even just like learning who to talk to about it. I mean, um, there obviously definitely are spell scrolls available for sure. Um, I can tell you what classes are available actually. Um, okay. So there are cleric spell scrolls, there are wizard spell scrolls, and there are via uh, Bart's contact <coughs> druid spell scrolls. Um, I don't think there are other ones, but I might be wrong. I mean, it would be uh, wizard spell scrolls anyway, so. Yeah, so then I think that, you know, most of the wizard spell scrolls are going to be on your list as well, so. Yeah, yeah well, the, the thing is, when you do ritual casting as a feat, you just choose what class you want to apply oh, to. Oh, got it, got it. So then, yeah, no, there's definitely, like, those are the common ones that are around here, like nature magic ones, arcane magic ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and then there's a priest that uh, help cure trees, you know, that he has common uh, divine magic scrolls. They are of the patron god Calypso, which seems to be the primary uh, deity that is worshipped in this town. Though there are, you know, like books of Clovity and little shrines here and there, but it's not as common. Alrighty. Well, I'll look at the list and see, like, what... Yeah. Basically, tell me uh, at zero level spells or cantrips are going to be common magic item worth scrolls, and first levels are uncommon. Um, uh, okay. Well, yeah, it would be first level stuff. So then I'll like, pull up the scrolls thing here. Yeah, like like they have to be ones that are marked as ritual casting, mm -hmm. um, which and no cantrip is. So. Okay. Um, but so like quickly glancing down it, it's stuff like find familiar is interesting. Um, yeah. Detect magic, comprehend languages, identify unseen servants, tensors, floating discs. Disc. I think of those like unseen servant and uh, find familiar seem the most fun. But I don't know. Did you think about it? Yeah. Um, so basically, what I'm seeing here is that. One, you can create spell scrolls of spells that you're able to cast. Mm -hmm. um, that would just be the cost of the material component and the time required to craft it, plus spending the spell slot at that time and having writing components. So you can, if you have a scroll and you spend your slot and you spend the material component value, um, which I think gets more important when you do higher level spells, um, you can just make scroll um yeah and, and there are rules for like it says specifically in the ritual caster feed it yeah. gives you the mechanics for adding found spells right. to the book so yeah perfect but yeah i mean yeah you tell me tonight or via chat sometime what you want to do and essentially from that list of a pretty broad list of things it is all possible here this town yeah. is um you know they they keep a face of it being pretty human but magic is afoot here for sure they use magic all the time cool Oh, good. All right. 
anybody else got anything while we're still here? I I feel like we should buy a wand of healing. Yeah? I feel like we should. We might probably get the money for it. Yeah, we could just pull it from the communal fund and then just have it. Have a communal it. wand it of healing. Like a good reason to have a communal fund. Yeah. yeah, like for just spammable healing shit. In case Especially somebody because, does. and maybe here's a good time to go over this. We'll go over it in the next session, probably. Um, that you guys are playing the core party, but uh, the variant hit point recovery. Um, basically, it allows you to spend hit die on a long rest, and you get back only a few hit die. So, um, no more. I have 190 HP, and a dragon breathed one time on me, and now I'm down to 18 HP. Gonna go night-night, and I feel fine tomorrow. Like, that's not gonna be possible anymore at a certain point in this campaign. So, if you want to rest your way back to full health without using any magic, you'll have to rest for multiple days. Um, but resting well, and using spells will get you back there in one day. You want to link the, link the text on the thing you made, Ben, and then... Yeah, I actually have a handout I can share to you in Roll24. So it's 100? 100? Uh, oh, yeah, it's 100 gold pieces. So it's, you know, two healing potions worth of money for much more than two healing potions worth of stuff. Okay. There's the wand. Does anybody want to hold? It's gonna I be would love to heal people. Yeah. Right. Then go ahead. hold it. Take it. I mean, both of you have spell casting. Crow has spell casting. Yeah. Karzalek will not be able to use your So I have to be touching. So I have to use cure wounds yeah. to do yeah, it. Yeah, it is within touch range, right? So you. It is essentially a. What? There's 100 gold and 12 charges. So it's like 8 point something gold per cure wounds. Indeed, mums. And so for me, I love that as a mechanic because it's like, now I can keep track of really easily how hurt you guys are and how much it's going to sap your resources instead of just being like, oh, the party needs to get to a long rest. Like, you guys have another resource you can use here. True. And not and not one that prevents you guys from offensively spelling, which I think is always an interesting trade-off. When you're like, the party could be completely neutered in terms of its ability to offensively spellcast, but we could heal our HP right now. It's like that's a I don't I don't find that trade-off fun. Quite fair. God, it's so late. How did it get so late? Because we weren't doing a one-hour zip-zap-zope, you're playing a combat session. Zip-zap-zope. The game is yep. a trope. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I think I'm going to kick Craig out. I think we've pretty much done the uh, the shopperoonie here, right? Yeah, I dig that. Absolutely. Well, thanks for anyone who might be listening someday in the future to this weirdness. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> in the scene of us shopping in Rinkoping. See gems in there. Oh yeah.